Welcome to Chunk Chat. This is a forum where you can talk about anything and ask anything you want when it comes to your sexual health, your hormones, your skin, and how they all affect each other. Dr. Jessie Chung is a licensed dermatologist, so she is an expert on how all of these things intertwine. Now, here is Dr. Jessie Chung. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Chung Chat here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. I am your host, Dr. Jesse Chung, and today I have with me one of our friends, Victor. We'll be talking about <laughs> anal rejuvenation for men and for women, cosmetic, medical, and lifestyle benefits of that, feeling more confident in your body and about men's health. Are we behind or in front of the anal rejuvenation trend when it comes to this in the United States or in other parts of the world? And what is the general public's opinion on the anus and rejuvenating that? So call me at 1-866-613-1612 with your questions or comments. And like always, if you want to see what's happening in the studio, we are streaming live on Facebook at Dr. Jesse Chung. So we have Victor sitting next to us. Victor is 35. He's been married to his husband for the past six years. They've been together yeah. for eight years. And we like to talk about anuses when we see each other because it's a big part of our <laughs> sexual life. So um, let's get down to business. Basically, there are many people who are unhappy with their the appearance or the functionality of their anus. We know it's part of our digestive system. You know, we poop out of our anus, but it's also a sexual organ. And we kind of forget about that because we think about penises and vaginas, but, you know, the anus is also down there. It's supplied by many of the same nerves that bring um, the pleasurable sensations from the clitoris, the vagina, the prostate, the penis. So um, we, you know, it's an integral part of sex for many people, regardless of their sexual orientation. So let's take the awkwardness out of the discussion about the anus. We'll get to it. So we know that anal stimulation's not just for gay people or only men. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can receive pleasure there and having penetration in the anus doesn't define someone as gay. There's no embarrassment enjoying anal play. Um, I don't know if you talk to females about anal sex at all or it's mostly just men that, uh, I don't know, is it part of your conversation with your girlfriends at all ever? Or? Yes, I oh, have talked to them. Yeah, okay. and surprisingly, um, there's a lot of my husband's mm-hmm. friends that like like to play with their anus like Okay, females too. Oh, yeah, yeah, females, so, of course. Yeah, I think in America, people think that anal sex is like a gay thing, but no, it's not, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so females can totally divide pleasure. They can't get pregnant from anal sex, which is maybe easy for some people who are worried about pregnancy and stuff. So what do they ask you about? Like, what questions? Are they curious? Have they been doing it? What do they want to know? Like, your advice on how to maybe make it easier for them to enjoy? And sometimes, like, the typical questions, like, if it hurts mm-hmm. or, like, how you clean yourself and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and what do you advise them? Like, what's the first thing you say? That... Well, to use lube, I mm-hmm. think it's like definitely super important. yes, yes, and yeah, to like maybe shower before yeah, showers before. Yeah. Okay, do you? I mean, some people do like enemas, like mini enemas, like to get the poop out. Do you have you ever done those? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I've done that, but I was I was reading the other day that it's not that healthy. I don't know, like what. what well, because I mean, the human body does it does it need to have an enema where you're like pooping like massive, you know, just getting cleaning out your colon? People do it for mm-hmm. colonoscopies, which is that medical thing where they look and scope on the inside. But you know, with with anal sex, I mean, the penetration it's usually not that much beyond like the first couple, you know, first few like inches of the mm-hmm. of the anus. And so, um, are you bumping into poop there? I don't know, right? I mean, do you see poop when you take the penis out? I don't, not everyone, you know, I think they're, they they visualize the idea of like, maybe there's going to be fecal matter when I take my penis out or whatever object it is out of the anus. But I mean, how clean do you have to be in that area? I mean, I don't know. Is the people kind of fixated on that? You know, the, the, fe- the, the feces and the poop in that area? I th- yeah, I think people worries about they that. do. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I've done lots of digital rectal exams on my patients back in the day when I was doing more medical stuff, mm-hmm. and um, 
you know, it, it's really actually quite clean down there. You know, you'd be surprised when you put your fingers in and do the rectal exam and you may have a little bit that you put on the little swab to test for, for blood in the poop, but it's a very clean area mm. actually. So be surprised. So what do you recommend in terms of anal training? How do you get started? Well, uh, I think uh, to take care of what, like, it's important to take care of, like, what you eat and to, mm-hmm. like, have fiber. Yes. And, like, to, like, be... Get the like, area, get the poop out of the area. All the, Yeah, it's not be yeah, constipated and yeah. tight. I think that's area. a very good tip, like, to take fiber every night. Okay, yeah. It's, it's it, I, don't, I don't know how to explain, but it keeps everything together. Uh-huh. Like, to go yeah, it it's helps like, things. Yeah, because constipation, actually, we know um, when people are constipated, you know, the poop is, you actually get either big blockages of poop in the colon or you have these little balls that, you know, the poop goes around to get through. And so constipation is not helpful for anal sex. We know that. The sphincter may be a little bit... Um, the resting tone may be different. So um, anal training, people ask about, you know, do we do fingers? Do we use like toys to actually get the, the, you know, the sphincter to open up? I mean, did you, do you give advice on how to help the penetration process? You know, well, there are a lot of, of, of toys that you can use on, you know, in, in, in different sizes. Yes. So like you can start with little small, ones yes. and the small and then like mm-hmm. the, yeah. the change the, the, the size as long as you're comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. The, I think the, the, um, the most important is to be, uh, comfortable and relaxed. Yes, relaxation. Yeah. yeah, people, you know, that's why we always advise patients because, you know, they're curious about it because some, most people, I mean, they're, they're, it should be, they, it's part of their sex life and they want to enjoy it. So relaxation, anytime it's a new thing can, it definitely helps to not be worried, not be scared, not worry about, oh my God, like, what are we thinking about? Oh my God, like, you know, what's it looking like? What are they worried about, you know, things? Um, so anal training is definitely something we talk about in our office and you talk about with your friends, um, having different toys, different sizes, because you don't want to go from zero to 60. That's not no, a comfortable process. No. No. And then afterwards, you know, what do you advise? You know, people have like little baby wipes. They wipe the area down a little bit because you never know what's going to come out. A little bit of mucus or something with the lubrication mixed in, taking a shower afterwards. Right. You know, making sure you clean off your toys because you don't want to like be yeah, sharing toys. To, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we talk about anal rejuvenation on the show because that's a procedure we do in the office. Um, what is anal rejuvenation? What does that mean in your mind when you talk about rejuvenating the anus? What do you picture? Well, I, I, I picture uh, a procedure to make it, again, like tighter and mm-hmm. to change the pigmentation yes. and, and uh-huh. like yeah. to, to tighten it. To make it more, more functional, it, yeah. basically, because people um, sexually, they worry that their partner might not enjoy it as much if it feels looser. And it's kind of like almost like talking about vaginas. You know, people worry, oh, my partner might not like my vagina after I have a baby because it does get stretched out. And, you know, we know that the penis derives pleasure from that, you know, the friction and feeling that kind of tightness around the uh, the male or the penis. So um, rejuvenation, we don't do surgery in the office here. Um, we do lasers for rejuvenating the anus. And what that means is we will do either procedures to help the appearance of the anus, which means making the skin look less wrinkly or crinkly there. Um, you know, we know that anuses, they get darker over time with, you know, friction or wiping. Um, the skin gets darker, more leathery looking, more crinkly and wrinkly. Mm-hmm. So we will do procedures to make the skin smoother, make it lighter. Um, some people develop 
called fissures, you know, or scar tissue in the anus. I don't know if you've seen those or do people, if people ask you about that, but some people are very self-conscious of, um, you know, tissue tags like hemorrhoids or like little, little flaps of skin that mm-hmm. might emerge from this. Um, so we do things to either shrink down the veins that might be bulging there or to remove the little bit of extra tissue, we shrink it down with the laser. So um, people do creams for lightening the skin there. We do um, creams, chemical peels, lasers, um, you know, fissures, hemorrhoids. That's a little bit more medical, but we do treat all that because that's part of life. And as a dermatologist, we used to do a lot of hemorrhoids or ports even in that area. So do you think that's a thing that's talked about in the community much, you know, anal rejuvenation, or is this sort of thing that people kind of Google late at night when they're kind of thinking about themselves? I think it's something you've heard about, but mm-hmm. it's something that maybe you don't talk about that much. Okay. Um, and when I came here the first time and I saw like the whole menu of all the procedures and things mm-hmm. that you do here with you, <laughs> You're like, well, I, I, I arrived <laughs> with my girlfriends and I told them like, okay, look at this. Uh, oh, wow. Menu of, uh, things that you can get done with yeah. Dr. Chung. Uh-huh. And they were like surprised. Oh, we do all these things. We're just very do. open about it. Yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and that generated a like conversation because it's something that you think and maybe most of the times you have to uh, make some research uh-huh. online, yes, but you don't yes. talk with your friends. Right. Uh, actually, kind of that's, that's how I arrived here with you because uh-huh. I was like doing some, some research, uh, like research uh-huh. on the internet. And then I saw, oh, it's, 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 yeah. It's close it's, to it's, my Yeah, house, we're close so. by. We're close to Chicago. And, yeah. you know, we, so we, why not? we talk about it. I mean, my whole staff, they're educated on the procedures we do and the benefits of it and who's a candidate, who's not. Um, we talk a lot in our, in our office here. You know, when's the last time your doctor asked you, like, how's your sex life? How often are you having sex? Are you happy with your sex life? Because most doctors won't ask you that. You know, we do a lot of um, hormone therapy, sexual wellness here because we think it's, it's part of life, you know, sex. And we are kind of talking about before we got on the show, um, you know, how's your libido and like mm-hmm. how often do you want to have sex? And are you like the one who initiates it? So um, how is your libido? I think it's, it's, it's okay. You were asking me if it's the uh-huh. same uh, as 10, Ten years, years ago, ago. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it's the same, uh-huh. uh, but it's good. I'm happy with it. You're happy with yeah, it, yeah. yeah. But it's not as crazy as it was. Well, you were alone, living single, and having fun in Europe when you were 25. Yes, when I was 25, I was. <laughs> so for you, like how often, how many times a week makes you happy having sex, do you think? Like, I mean, or, or being, you know, playing with your partner. Like, what, What's an ideal every day, every other day, on weekends only, when you have time? I mean, ideally, mm-hmm. uh, every day. Okay, good. Yeah. Ideally, every day, but like sometimes the routine and all the things life that you have is to too do busy. At work yes. And work and okay. everything like doesn't allow you to. And do you think your partner wants it more often? Do you get the sense that he wants it more often, or he doesn't talk? Do you guys talk about like how often we're having sex? Is it the same as? Is it as? as it yeah, we talk about it. Yeah, you do. We, yeah. Does he I'm, complain I'm about it? Do you complain about it? We need to have it more, or we need to have a less. Well, sometimes because of the, because of work, our uh-huh. schedules are like uh, yeah, well, yeah, are very different, so they okay. don't they don't match. And sometimes I travel for a, a lot a of long time. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, sometimes it's difficult, but I think we're in the tune that we want the same. You're communicating yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 We definitely talk about it. Okay. We're talking about how you know. Are you the initiator? Or is he the one chasing you around? Do you like to feel? wanted like I like to feel wanted I like to feel wanted okay see what for him to kind of initiate it and and how do you know when he wants would come to you and start you know like touching you patting you or is it okay I want you in the bedroom in like two minutes like how does he tell you how do you know he always wants wants it 24-7 does he say something or does he like you know do something like no I mean after eight years together you you kind of breathe uh, you could sense it really yeah. that's kind of hilarious doesn't come to you and kind of hug you from behind and be like okay and start touching and kiss or something yeah, like that yeah and sometimes just with, with, with the 
of the because of the way he looks at you. Uh, like you know, you can tell that. Interesting. Tell. I can't tell my husband he looks. At me. <laughs> <laughs> I can know. That's cool. Um, so you know, libido wise, we're happy. You know, you're still getting the morning erection. So it sounds your hormones are pretty good. It sounds like, which is good. We do a lot of hormone therapy here, and what that means is, as we get older, the, the hormones, you know, we they they come down a little bit. And we know with men, your testosterone that's a huge part of your libido, your sexual health. It maintains your penis, the size, the blood flow. Um, you know, we think we. Men about one to three percent every year they decrease their testosterone levels, maybe from the late twenties and on. So you're 35, so you're still not too bad yet. It sounds like we have a lot of younger men coming in with low testosterone, um, and we think it might be due to some of the, you know, the chemicals in the environment, the foods we're eating, the stress that we're going through. Um, I have guys coming in where their testosterone levels are like in the three hundreds or four hundreds. We want yet, yeah, you know, the thousands for testosterone. I don't know if you've had you never did your blood test for testosterone. No, I've never, and, okay. I, and I think it's. It's very interesting to talk about it because mm-hmm. we talk a lot about a lot of like things and, and, mm-hmm. and you get checkups for everything. Yeah, after, your cholesterol, like, your liver. Why not your testosterone? Your testosterone, yeah. hormones. Yeah. yeah, and it's true that it's, you know, testosterone is more than just a sexual hormone. It actually helps with your bone density, your lean muscle mass, helps with your anxiety, how you deal with stress, how you're sleeping. Um, it's really good for your joints, actually. So for females, we make some testosterone too, just as much as, not as much as men, mm-hmm. but we know that when we put females on testosterone therapy, they're, they they feel just more, more mellow. They sleep better. They have more libido. Um, helps you know their bones and their muscles so we don't want females to be men we put you on testosterone to get to levels kind of like when you're in your 20s maybe when you felt better um, but it is a big part of our practice here actually so oh, yeah, we're going to take a quick break really soon so um, when we come back we're going to talk more about anal rejuvenation and some lifestyle advice and things like that um, we're going to take a quick break now so um, don't forget to give us a call at 1-866-613-1612 if you have any questions for me or for Victor uh, we'll be right back. Thank you. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. There's a new force to be reckoned with in talk radio. It's not just talk radio. Hosted by LaTanya Jr. and co-host Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. Not Just Talk Radio is like a superhero. Inspiring, problem-solving, and informing. Packed with action-provoking conversations from news, movements, and social and politics issues. This program is about a wide range of voices and fresh points of view from experts, celebrities, and you, the listener. Not Just Talk Talk Radio is broadcast live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. 
Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Chung Chat. To reach Dr. Jesse Chung with a question or comment, call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to hello at drchungderm.com. Now back to Chung Chat. Welcome back to Chung Chat. I'm your host, Dr. Jesse Chung. On today's show, Victor and I are talking all about anal rejuvenation and men's health. Uh, give us a call at 1-866-613-1612. Uh, Victor, before we took a break, we're talking about how you had, you know, Googled online anal rejuvenation. You found us. Um, did you see a lot of surgery, you know, uh, information on anal surgeries for rejuvenation or... Did you like? Was it more like hemorrhoids and things like that, or? Yeah, it was more about like hemorrhoids and okay. like the uh, medical the, stuff. The, the medical stuff. Okay, yeah. which is a but not that much for the the, the aesthetic and the appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting because I think back in the day, a few months ago, if you were to Google anal rejuvenation, we my website would come up second in like the whole world, which is kind of cool. Um. There are definitely some physicians, like I think more on the east coast, the west coast, who are um have you know it's just more out there in the media people I think we're in the Midwest people are slow in the Midwest you know we're conservative right but I'm from New York so I don't mind <laughs> um, so we know that there's a lot you know you, yes you can do surgeries for um, things like hemorrhoids or for precancerous cells in the anal area skin tab removal problem with those surgeries is you know that sometimes there's a lot of recovery that's involved you know so you can poop but sex is going to be kind of tough after a major surgery a lot of patients coming in who don't want to have um, hemorrhoid traditional hemorrhoid surgery we do lasers to shrink the that stuff and it seems to help a lot now hem- yeah is there a- is there a laser for hemorrhoids? Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's oh, yeah. So hemorrhoids are basically little outpouchings of tissue that usually have some blood vessels, um, you know, tissue, because uh, usually we see hemorrhoids with, if people, when they poop, they're, you know, putting a lot of force in, it kind of mm-hmm. smushes the tissue out through the sphincter. Um, their hemorrhoids are external, that they're there all the time. Uh, they're ones that kind of come in and out, depending on how you're pooping and how constipated you are. So I always tell my patients, is it a forever thing? We don't know because you're, you're prone to hemorrhoids because maybe your lifestyle, you know, maybe sometimes sex can cause the hemorrhoid to come out more, or if you're just, you know, constipated and putting a lot of force when you're pooping. So, um, it's never a forever permanent thing, but yes, we can treat them non-invasively. Um, so, you know, uh, we talk about, there's a doctor, Dr. Evan Goldstein um, in New York mm-hmm. and LA, and I think I might be on his website somewhere, someone told me that, but he's, he's gay himself and he, he focuses his practice a lot on, you know, for the gay clientele because he's like, I, this is part of my world too. And so mm-hmm. I want to treat what's my, my issue also. So he talks about how um, a lot of these are undiagnosed. People are embarrassed to talk to their doctors about, you know, their, their, how they're the functionality of their anus or the aesthetics of it, you know, hemorrhoids, warts, fistulas, fissures, um, talking about how to get back to sex even after your surgery. And he kind of talks about that a lot, apparently, you know, using your fingers, your toys, your butt plugs, lubrication. Um, where do people find this stuff? You know, is it online? Like, do you go to other stores? I mean, where do people, is it the, the adult boutiques that have these things that people find? Because what happens if you live in the Midwest and they don't have these stores around? I don't know. Like when you're growing up in Mexico, do they have, were, they, were these toys available? Yeah, we're there available, but it was like kind of hard to yeah. find. Uh-huh. And I was like going to a sex shop like about like 10, 15 years ago. It uh-huh. was like so not advanced. No, but I think now it's 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 more open and there are like so much more sex shops. And yeah, like it's it's 
people's talking more about life is easier hopefully life is now easier. Yeah, keep yeah, on getting yeah, easier yeah we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had um a, an adult boutique here um on a few weeks ago and she had a lot of fun stuff there that you know for penises or for anuses and vaginas it was nice to kind of see this big variety for everybody so we got questions like do we do anal botox in the office and so you didn't know that we do bro talks or scro talks no so, <laughs> <laughs> have you had botox like face body anywhere no okay so, but you know about botox right so I know botox that. we use for um, use it for muscles or for what it does is helps um, the muscle not contract so the muscle relaxes which helps with the active wrinkles or resting lines um, we use it for sweating because it's the same type of nerve transmission that helps with the muscles so we do a lot of Botox in the butt actually for people who sweat a lot because I have some people who go to the gym and they hate the sweat stains like on their underwear because they could see that when they wear their tight pants and stuff and so you can actually Botox wow. around the butt where you're sweating to get rid of that which is nice um, we'd have Botox the wow. anus itself which some people want the anus to relax a little bit because it's too too tight for anal play and you don't want to get rid of it 100% because you don't want to have poop leaking out either so we kind of increase the dose slowly over time depending on how how much of a you know difference they want so you could totally do anal Botox um, we do scrotum Botox too and um, so we know the scrotum is you know the bag that your testicles are mm-hmm, hanging mm-hmm. in and it's actually there's a muscle all around it so the scrotum is it kind of contracts and goes up depending on the temperature because it's meant to keep the testicles you know not super warm um, and so it'll actually go up if it's cold right so some men don't want their testicles so high up so we can actually Botox around in the scrotum itself which kind of makes it hang a little lower we have patients who come in who want the scrotum to go higher and for that we do um, laser to tighten the, the bag actually which works you know pretty well so it's interesting how everyone has their own idea of what they want things to look like aesthetically and that's okay you know to each their own right so um, what do you think about hair so male male grooming are you someone who likes it a hundred percent groomed or does hair bother you in the genital you know in the butt or the scrotal not area? 100% mm-hmm. uh, but but yeah I like grooming and I and I have a uh, laser oh you've had laser cool yeah Yeah. so it's interesting because um you know we have a statistic that in brazil anal rejuvenation is banned for cosmetic purposes and yet in brazil that's where the brazilian waxing came out that was very popular i don't know about brazilian waxing for females but that's when they take off like most of the hair in the um labia area the mons pubis they leave a little landing strip or or not they go either completely bare of the, the pubic hair where it's a little bit left that's allowed in brazil but anal rejuvenation cosmetically is not, which is interesting because yeah, I'm like, that's, that's very curious. Do that? I don't know if it's like a, a religious thing, you know, like is it the government interfering with our sex lives? I don't know because it's not just a digestive organ. It's for sex too, right? So it's kind of, it's weird. It's very weird, but you know, we don't want to be in Brazil. Because yeah, yeah, and if it's for like people to feel better and more confident, I don't mm-hmm. know, like, right. why? Right, I know. Like why would they, why would they take that away from you? You know, because if you can do, you know, so... I don't know, but Brazil, I mean, Brazil does tons of plastic surgery. We love it, you know, but for some reason, no, you know. Um, so we have got the question is, you know, do you recommend seeing a specialist or proctologist after these see, to make sure they're ready for anal sex after surgery? Have you ever seen a proctologist ever? Do you know what a proctologist is? So those are... Uh, doc- I know what it is, but I haven't seen yeah, anyone it's like yet. It's so funny because um, back in the day, we'd make jokes about proctology doctors, like their whole, you know, their doctors specialize in the anus, really. Uh-huh. And I don't really know any personally, but um, we, we've sent patients for their scopes if they have like hemorrhoids like, coming out from the inside. So we make sure that on the inside they don't have things that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you have to see one unless you have specific problems, right? You've never seen one specifically. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the next question is, how sensitive is the skin? In, in your anal area is it one of the more sensitive areas of your body what do we think yes. I think yes oh totally yeah, yeah. It's, 
It's totally sensitive. Totally, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very close to your spinal cord, but there are a lot of nerves running through that area that feed the penis. They feed the scrotum. For females, there's the same nerves that go through for the clitoris and the vagina, very similar. They kind of branch off. Um, the prostate. So the prostate, people don't talk about, but the prostate is a sexual organ too. So do you know where your prostate is and how to find it? And do you find that it's fun to play with or you've heard about that maybe no I've, I've heard it yeah but. yeah so the prostate um you know it's interesting because back in the day when I was um going in that school in my rotations um I was pretty sure I wanted to be a dermatologist but the um the GI the gastrointestinal tract is really the same as your skin it's just on the inside and so we know that it's kind of cool because being a nerdy dermatologist, you're like, oh yeah, GI is the same thing, skin, mucosa. Um, so how do you find the prostate? You know, you kind of go in and you kind of, you can feel a little hard bump, but kind of at the tip of your fingers, depending mm-hmm. on how long your fingers are. And some some men, they, they love having that area stimulated because again, it's the same nerves running through. Um, and there are toys that they make that are specific for the to prostate. Find it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, it's good if you have long enough fingers to reach them. <laughs> we know how <laughs> you're doing like a little this, right? <laughs> so we know it's definitely is a very sensitive area. Is it more sensitive than penis? Well, it's more of a concentrated area, you know, because penises are a little bit bigger, right? So mm-hmm. um, there's an interesting statistic that the clitoris has more nerve endings than the penis does. Did really? you know that? Yeah, and it's kind of because it's small, but there's a lot more nerve endings. So, you know, females were cooler, just kidding. Right? <laughs> but the anus, there are definitely a lot of nerve endings too. And so the other question we have is, you know, if your anus is, oh, I got to take a quick break. Oh, quick. Okay, we'll take a quick break. So don't forget to give us a call, 1-866-613-1612. If you have any questions, we'll be right back. That was fast. <laughs> that was fast. That was fast, right? Yeah. yeah. Like we always have, um, yeah. So the prostate ones, like what do they look like? I mean, are they just kind of like the regular dildos that they have or are they mm-hmm. more special? Like are they ones that, you know, they curve a little bit more to kind of hit the prostate depending on which direction you're going into? Like do they have prostate specific toys? I don't know. Or is it just penis toys, like dildo toys? I, I, I haven't seen any specific toys. Yeah, toy right. Toy. No, it's just, you know, you want to get in there. Yeah. Oh, we're still going. Okay. Oh, okay. We can still go. <laughs> so um, toy wise, do you have any recommendations that you've seen or heard that are super awesome for, for anal play? For, uh, I think it depends on, 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 on everyone. Like mm-hmm. what you want, what you want to feel, what you're comfortable okay. with. Like, well, do you like the, the materials. Full, if you want to feel like, like not exactly. super. Yeah. Have you ever heard about sounding? Sound, sounding yeah no. so this is something we talked about a couple of weeks so sounding is when you actually put like either a semi-flexible or a rigid uh tube up the urethra in the penis and you they it, it sounds kind of scary because you can actually cause like i think scarring if you take it out or put it in the wrong way because um when you're in the hospital uh, sometimes you put these tubes up the penis to get the pee out of the bladder so they don't pee in bed or something if they're like uh-huh. you know bedridden but this is a sexual thing nowadays you know so you put a tube up the urethra and it fills it up and so it feels full and then whether you have sex with that in or be you know have like insertive sex you know in the anus you know that's interesting so you haven't heard about that right no yeah. i haven't yeah. it, it, you got to research that because it, yeah, it exists, you know. So we were talking about this with um, our, our, one of our the adult boutique uh, ladies. She's heard about this. And so um, I just say be careful because you can actually hurt your penis. Um, we've had patients coming in to treat what we call Pyronies disease, which is when you have scarring um, on the inside of the penis and it causes the curve, like a curve. And it can be painful when you have erections. I don't know if you've heard about wow. that. Yeah, we don't want that. But um, we treat that with, back in the day, people would have surgery, which I don't love surgery for that. Uh, we do therapies like um, whether we do ultra. Uh, ultrasounds like shock shock wave therapy which doesn't hurt or we do um, injectables that actually dissolve the scar tissue so very interesting but we do have that in our we see that too I'm going to research that because I haven't heard sounding about it. yeah yeah 
Yes, we have a question. What is the recovery period for rejuvenation and how many treatments would you need? Okay, so what's the recovery for anal rejuvenation? How many treatments do you need? So it all depends on what you're looking for. So the question is, is it just aesthetics? Do you want, is it for lightening? Because that's really not much downtime. Um, So genital lightening is a pretty popular uh, procedure here. So not just for the anus, we do like the labia. Some people do their nipples, you know, because they they get darker with age and hormones of pregnancy or whatever. Mm. So yeah, right. Oh yeah, oh yeah, kind of fun because in different cultures we'll even get to this you know some people want to look lighter you know because being darker is like not as uh, you know desirable but um that's really minimal downtime your skin might be a little dry a little sensitive it is a series of treatments because these are sensitive areas but not much downtime you can go and you know have fun right afterwards if you want to um the things that the treatments that have more downtime is um sphincter tone. So back in the day, we, we did different laser treatments. Actually, one of the really popular ones is no downtime. That's called the Amcella. Have you heard of the Amcella before? No. We may have mentioned. So that's a chair that you sit in um, with your clothes on. Um, and you're basically stimulating your pelvic floor muscles with electromagnetic energy. So no downtime, um, but you're basically doing the equivalent of 11,000 Kegel exercises for 28 minutes. And it's stronger than the human body can generate that force. So you're basically doing this major muscle workout, but that helps the uh, the uh, blood flow in the nerves. Um, and it, we think it helps, it helps with erectile function and sex too, because we know they're all kind of connected in that area. So that helps the function of your anal sphincter. But, but that's just purely muscle, you know, blood vessels, nerves. I got to take a break, a break right now or no? So we can get back to more of that question. Okay, I'm going to wind it up real quick. Sorry. <laughs> so give us a call or send some emails. Um, hello at Dr. Dr. Chung Durham or tello at chungchat.com. 1-866-613-1612. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Get ready for High Vibin' It with host Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. This is an all-new look at self-empowerment and lifestyle design. If you are still trying to figure out the law of attraction, spirituality, self-love, and more, we'll break it down for you. You can create the life of your dreams and own your power. Listen for High Vibin' It. We're live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This will be one hour you will make time for. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel.
You are listening to Chung Chat. To reach Dr. Jesse Chung with a question or comment, call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to hello at drchungderm.com. Now, back to Chung Chat. Welcome back to Chung Chat. I'm your host, Dr. Jesse Chung. On today's show, I have with me my special guest, Victor. We've been talking about anal rejuvenation and everything that surrounds the topic, men's health, sex, all the fun stuff. Don't forget to call us at 1-866-613-1612 with any questions. Before we took a break, we had a question actually about um, anal rejuvenation, you know, the downtime, how many do you need? And basically, we're just kind of saying it depends on what you're looking for. Is it aesthetics, purely aesthetics, um, less downtime usually, unless you have very crinkly, wrinkly anus. Sometimes that requires a little bit more of a little bit more of a process. Um, you know, we talked about doing just purely muscle, um, you know, uh, treatments, and um, we were saying how during the break, how it's interesting how some people want their anus either tighter, looser. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know, but everyone to each their own, basically. And how you sat on the Imcella chair and you were like, "What the heck is this? You never felt your muscles before?" No, it, it was a, a completely different sensation. Uh huh. Like, yeah, I've never felt that. Before. And it's interesting because we know that females sitting on it have told us, "Oh, it's like they have an orgasm on the chair." Men, maybe. I'm not gonna ask you if you did, but you know, we. we, we <laughs> that a lot actually um for females they sit on the chair so that they feel it kind of where um the p muscles would be the most you know active i don't know if you felt that in your p muscle versus you know i don't know where you positioned yourself but you can either get the, the which helps with the ejaculation and control of that during orgasm i don't know if you noticed that but it's it's what we know what we hear or the anus itself which is more just for fun and sensitivity there so we think there's nice. also some biofeedback with the nerves that connect from the pelvic floor up to the brain um they seem to be more sensitive afterwards patients have reported so I think it's all a good thing um, so any other rejuvenation treatments we do uh, yes so again it just depends coming for consultations because um, we don't know what you're looking for unless we, we can see it basically or talk about that um, so what would be your recommendation as for so if your anus is used as your main sexual organ which for many people it is what would be your recommendation for rejuvenation a cocktail of what so again it depends on what you're looking for um aesthetics functional we talk about penises too we talked about penis rejuvenation yeah and so we say you know some people come in wanting more functionality some people want just size um or or maybe the skin looking better but most guys want size when they come in so um and we've talked about that so we have treatments for just erectile function helping the the blood flow and the stiffness of the penis mm-hmm. um we do things like um the injectables whether it be your platelet rich plasma, PRP. I don't know if you've heard of the P shot, but basically we, we take your blood, we process it, we put it back into the penis and do the penis pumping for a few weeks. And that really helps the, you know, the nerves and the blood blood vessels to regenerate. Um, it gives you a little bit of size too, because we're stretching the ligaments and also just getting more blood vessels, which is what the penis is made out of. Beyond the PRP, we do things like amniotic membrane allograft or exosome therapy, which is kind of beyond stem cells. We talked about doing lasers in the penis the other day. And yeah. so we know that we can use lasers to actually make the penis larger, which is kind of cool. Sounds like, you know, very Star Wars-esque, but uh, interesting. So we're basically growing blood vessels. Again. You, basically, you can do anything with lasers. We wish, right? Right, but pretty close, yeah. And then we have some people who want just pure size. They don't really care about having blood vessels or whatever. And then we do fillers into the penis. So, and that was kind of cool because you hadn't heard about that before. Mm-hmm. So, um, same way we could do fillers in like the hands, the face, the butt, you know, for size and contour. Uh, we use fillers in the penis, which is a very off-label use of fillers, meaning there's no studies specifically, you know, published by medical journals for um, penis filler. But if you know the anatomy, um, it is quite safe to do, and it's it's 
it's a lot of satisfaction for our guys because it's immediate gratification. A lot of guys love immediate gratification. And so people always ask me, how big can you get? Well, I could say I, I can build a monster, you know, depends on if you want a Coke bottle or if you want just like a little bit of improvement. <laughs> um, I have some patients who are kind of addicted to the procedure, which is fine as long as it's safe. Um, we have seen increases in size that are pretty, you know, pretty spectacular. So um, it's all good, basically. So do what do you think about lightening of the genitalia? We kind of mentioned it briefly before the break. Um, you know, culturally, ethnically, you know, people want to be lighter, you know, sometimes, right? Yeah. Before we started, we were talking about like people look, watching porn and like how mm-hmm. the, the, how the, the, the standards yes. and the shapes mm-hmm. are like, what you so I feel as long as you feel comfortable, that, that go for it. Go like, for it. If it makes but, you happy, more confident. I think it, it's important to be conscious that there are some standards that we're not going to reach. Like even if we do like whatever we want, some things are like just impossible because of your race or because of mm-hmm. your so yeah 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 so don't go too crazy but there are definitely things you can do that are pretty safe so according to a recent study there's a 23 percent increase in anal bleaching and the majority of these treatments have been laser therapy five percent of a uh, topical bleaching so yeah i don't i don't bleaching is something that's been like going on for going a long time for, yeah yeah but there's like a lately boom, no? Like, um, yeah, I think maybe just more um, out there. We know that creams back in the day, probably creams are they're very slow. It's like really slow. And sometimes they can be irritating. Do they work? They do, but they're so slow. It's like, you know, I, I have patients coming who are frustrated and we'll talk about that. So apparently there's a YouTuber um, who has mentioned this, Eva Taub. She's like, when you look at the porn industry, for the most part, you see light-skinned girls, like Hungarian, Russian, Eastern European, pink vaginas, pink anuses. They never had any babies. We know with um, pregnancy, the hormones make everything darker everyone wants to have a pink anus men and female apparently um and there's a company called my pink wink which is even sold on amazon <laughs> apparently raise powers of founder creator it sells the pink wink uh anal bleaching cream and a product called bleach babe which is like about a 40 dollar product that claims to contain unique peptides that brighten the skin um and so it's been offered since 2007 she thinks she's sold about two million million jars of this pink wink and about 300,000 to 500 of the bleach babe um so she says sales have dipped in recent years due to increased competition in the space so that's a good thing that we know people are more interested in this and they, they are seeking out options she said when she started out 2007 there are only two to three anal bleaching creams out there now there's tons and so we know that because in the dermatology world we use um you know medical grade uh anal lightening agents such as hydroquinone which you may have heard of hydroquinone is it's over the counter two percent anything above four percent is prescription you know we have different things in our office that have that at higher doses with other things kojic acid licorice azelaic acid um these are all things that help with lightening and brightening mm-hmm. topically and they're not as irritating as hydroquinone if you ever tried those or heard of those but they exist um but they're slow as you say. So some patients, we add creams with chemical peels. And so you've heard of chemical peels probably. We do for the face, you know, chest, body, but you can also do the anus. It's just sensitive areas. So you got to be careful. Uh, we find that lasers are much more efficient, basically. So yeah, and you can save a lot of time. Oh, totally. Yeah. So our patients who come in who are frustrated with the top walls, we'll just laser you. Um, so you can also laser penises for lightening the skin too. So we know with use, the penis actually can get darker with age and some people don't like that. So I don't know if you know, it's, it's interesting, but you're allowed. So we, we laser labia for females, too, who don't want to have a darker labia with pregnancy or just as you get older, the labia look more, you know, dark and maybe more leathery, more wrinkly. So there are a lot of things we can do. Um, so, you know, how do we feel about that? Again, I think you think also the same as me. If it makes you happy, why not, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Go for it. 
Yeah. We only that's what we're talking about also that we we just have one life and if it life. makes you feel comfortable yeah. and like you're 100% sure just Daily. do it. We don't judge, right? So, let's see. Are the men and women coming in for brighter anus racially diverse? We find that some with darker it's more often darker skin. Uh, I think so, yes. Um we I have I have all different ages and ethnicities in my practice here and I find that my patients who tend to have darker skin types they're more conscious of the discoloration of their skin. Um probably because maybe culturally, you know, maybe it's, it's better to be lighter. You know, that's what they've been told in the media, right? Like darker may not be as good. Although people want to be tan. My, my white patients are want to be tan, so I never know. But um, <laughs> we, my darker patients, women who tend to come in complaining about, you know, the brown spots from like acne scars on their buttocks or, you know, maybe their aim is getting darker. Yes. Um, you know, you hear, uh, do you, I don't know if you watch a lot of porn, but, you know, it's funny because um, there is a difference. Like people say they want the pink anus in the porn movies. Yeah, 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 I, I would say. And, and sometimes when you watch porn, you say, like, how, how they reach that or how they, how do they do like that? that? Yeah, like, I don't know, man, because it's kind of hard to, like, I guess, Photoshop on a movie or something, right? So, um, anal bleaching is widely known in China and other Asian countries. You mentioned how in Brazil it's banned, which is kind of sad. Do we, why do we think some cultures are more conservative than others? So, you grew up in Mexico um, and you said you didn't have any issues, but you were lucky that your family was very supportive of you, you know, being gay. Yeah, they were, they were always supportive. Which is awesome, yeah. yeah. But then you talk about your partner, he grew up in, in El Salvador. Yeah. And had not so much support. No, issues. they're more old school. And even in Mexico, like it depends on, 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 on your location, your location yeah. and like your social circles mm-hmm. and everything. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's, it's a, a country of a lot of contrasts. Well, because it's religious, right? And then, you you know, it's like, yeah, it's a little conservative usually. And you traveled a lot through, um, you know, Europe and other places. And do you find that like, you were living in Paris when you were 25 and single? A lot less conservative, hopefully. Maybe, a lot or? less conservative and okay. a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of more out in the open, right? Um, where do you think, where have you found to be more conservative and more stifling? I mean, you think the Midwest in Chicago is not that bad, right? No, I don't think they're, the, okay. it's, it's, it's not that conservative. I think it's a very progressive city. Okay. So do yeah. you think it's worse in Europe or we don't, what do you think? Europe versus South America versus Asia? I think South America. I have a lot of friends in South America, mm-hmm. like uh, well, my my husband's family in El Salvador, and some friends in Honduras. And mm-hmm. I think it's it's more conservative. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's just going to be time for them over time to maybe. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So America is a progressive. We're happy. It's funny when I went to Europe back in the day in my college. You know, you turn on the TV. There's just naked people. You know, and I, I, there's like TV shows and they're just naked. It's like okay, that's that's cool because in America that'd be like you know at, after midnight that had the stuff on. So I think Europeans are just less um you know in america i guess we're just we're just old we're not i think the 60s maybe we were a little bit more open about sexuality but then we've gotten we've gone backwards a little bit right i don't know if you noticed that where, too. where do you think we are right now uh well you know people don't talk about sex that much right i mean maybe now like tinder and grinder and all these dating apps and just how how quickly things accelerated with the internet porn is it's more accessible you know people can find porn on it just by googling back in the day it was harder to find but think about the 60s like playboy was big back then and you know, they had like magazine shipping and you had the playboy bunnies and you know breasts and butts they're all out there now it's maybe with kim kardashian's coming back but for a while like the 80s and 90s we were very conservative i think what do you, i mean did, did you notice that or really well i i think we're more like open probably in in, in social media and stuff yeah, but yeah. one-to-one sometimes it's like more complicated yeah no? But not as when you use like dating apps or stuff, because I think, for example, for the gay uh, community, Grindr was like a whole revolution like 70 
years ago. It was, I think it was seven, eight years ago, when nine it came years, out, 10 yeah, years I ago. Probably. Know, yeah. Um, we used to advertise on Grindr and so we would log in. It was really cool because you used to see like naked people like with their photos. We're like, wow, this is, this is a meat market. We love it. You know, because <laughs> people are just out there very open about their sexuality and their body confidence, which we think was awesome. So um, we would like America to be more progressive, but we're not bad basically. Right. You know, what, what are some things that you would like to see happen? I mean, do you think it's a doctor thing? Is it a, you know, health, like where, 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 is, where are these conversations going to get started? You write a lot. I mean, do people have, do you need to have articles in the newspaper about sexual health and magazines? Like where are people going to get the information? Well, I, I hope people start talking more about that. I, I mean, for example, as a, as a playwright, I like to, to, to write about that topics in my in my place I always have like transgender characters and okay. gay characters okay. and like because I think that uh, it's important to generate conversation and to to, to discuss and Put talk about there. it and yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, it's part of life right it's part of life yeah, yeah. and the, back in the day maybe it was more like it was more like oh like gay is bad but no like now it's it's good to be accepted basically maybe it's the world we live in yeah it's interesting have you gone a lot to like Asia like Japan Hong Kong do we know like, do you feel because I know it's Gay is not as it's not it's a little more frowned upon, I believe, in those cultures. I mean, Thailand. Oh, we got to take another break. Okay, take another break. So, <laughs> uh, we got to take a commercial break. Um, we'll be right back. Don't forget to call us one eight six 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 one three one six one two. We right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you realized your dream? Many have not. They know what they don't want, but fail to work on the things that they do want. Tune into Live the Dream with host Karen Dillon and co-hosts Marissa Marseille and Tom Pearson. Each week, they will help you find the tools you need to live your dream. You'll learn how to create a personal definition of success and what you need to make it a reality. Hear the stories of those who have successfully used their process and as a result are living their dream. Listen live Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Influencers. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Be inspired. 
You are listening to Chung Chat. To reach Dr. Jesse Chung with a question or comment, call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to hello at drchungderm.com. Now, back to Chung Chat. Welcome back to Chung Chat. Today, I'm here with my guest, Victor. We've been talking about anal rejuvenation and some men's health and about just beauty reimagined, inner beauty, outer beauty, confidence. Um, before we were taking a break, we talked about just how different cultures, um, countries have different views on sexual health and just how out there and, you know, how open they are about it. Uh, we talk about gender reassignment surgeries and how it's it's hard in the for the transgender in the LGBTQIA community, how some it's a smaller segment of it and there's just less out there resources available. I think in Chicago, there's the Howard Brown Clinics. I have some patients who go there. Have you heard about the Howard Brown Clinic at all? Or probably mm-hmm. not. Oh, well, they're, they, they're very, they're cool. So they, they help with the hormones and things like that for my, um, my transgender patients. I have quite a few um, and they're all different phases of their uh, transformation. Some people have done some surgeries, some have done no surgeries, some people, you know, it's, it's all very interesting. Um, I love doing facial feminization procedures. We do, a lot of patients have had some facial surgeries where they've, you know, changed the contour of their foreheads and their the Adam's apple. Some patients can't afford that. It's, it's pretty major. So we have done things like um, the non-invasives, like fillers to help reshape lips, you know. Um, I think it's fun. I mean, making people feel more beautiful, more confident is it's pretty cool. How, how- how do you feel after that? Like when you? Oh God, I love it. Yeah, because I, I like I have one patient. Um, he's like seventy, seventy-three or something, mm-hmm. but looks you know sixties looks good. Um, he's in the process of you know transforming himself. I think he's already done some of the bottom surgery. Top, not yet, not enough. So, um, and it's interesting because you know they want to look more feminine and it's hard because, you know, their skin, men, you tend to have more thick, oily skin. So that's mm-hmm. like one thing we work on. Um, just even their features, like the way their brows are, you know, shaped, um, how their eyes are. Um, you know, the male brows tend to be a little lower. Females want a little bit more of an arch, right? A little bit more open eye. The lips, how we kind of, you know, men, their lips know this as we get older, we want to kind of bring them back out again. Changing the shape of the chin makes a big difference between, you know, male, female, you know, proportions we talk about in the jawline. So cheeks, even then you want kind of a broader, wider cheek. Females, we have kind of this high cheekbone. So just changing the contour, it makes a big difference, you know, because yes, they can wear makeup, but you, you know, highlighters and things like that. But um, doing those filler injections, it's been, it's, it's a pretty fun. I love doing it because I just, the patients are so happy, you know, because they've been nice. dreaming, they've been dreaming, they watch all the YouTube videos on makeup and contouring, but you know, that's just a lot of work, right? Mm-hmm. And some of my patients, they're way better at makeup than I am. I mean, it's amazing because <laughs> like they don't want to do their makeup. I'm like, I don't want to be like you. So no, I, I think it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I don't know about, do you come up, do you, have, you write plays and you have actors, you're talking about you have an actress or? Yes, I have one of the first uh, transgender actress, actresses in, 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 in Mexico. Uh-huh. She was one of the first ones back in the 80s. Uh, um, it was a it was a great it's, experience. She's a really good friend. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they they go through a lot basically, you know, because they fly to find the surgeons, and then just kind of recovery is such a big recovery. And their friends, you know, might not be, you know, they might ostracize them a little bit. It's just we hear these stories, and it's sad, but it's amazing how you know they know what they want, you know, and they're gonna go get it, which is which I think is great. And they go for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes them happy. Yeah, they want to be. They don't want to feel trapped in their body, basically. So. Um, do so, what makes you happy that's what I say right? <laughs> so confidence is sexy is one of our uh, mantras what does that mean to you confidence is sexy well when you feel good with yourself like you people can notice it yeah you that's give off the, uh, the mojo or whatever the, the 
the BDE we call a big dick energy. Have you heard about that? Big dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so big dick energy is kind of, uh, we talked about the show, it's kind of, um, you walk around, like you have a big dick, like you're just owning, you have confidence. You're just like, I own this place and I'm just confident, you know, and uh-huh. you can tell when someone walks in, they're just, they're just, they feel like they're good with themselves. Right. And they exude that kind of aura and you're like, okay, I want to talk to them. I want to meet them. You know, and that's sexy. When you yeah. notice someone entering to a room and mm-hmm. like you feel the presence mm-hmm. and you want to talk to mm-hmm. he or she or like, yeah, that's, you that's can sense sexy. it, right? Yeah, They're coming straight, the aura, yeah. the pheromones coming off of them, right? So confidence is sexy. And totally. so, yeah. <laughs> so um, let's talk about you and your partner then. So what, what do you think makes him sexy to you? He's really smart. Okay. Like I, I, I that was, uh, I mean, he's very things. handsome, mm-hmm. but he's also so smart and he's like reading all the time and everything you ask him about, like he knows the uh-huh. answer. So that's super sexy for me. Like every time I see him, like reading is like, well, because we, we will have something to talk about. He, keeps, he wants to make himself better too, right? Which you find sexy because otherwise it's boring if you're just sitting there and watching TV all day. That's cute. So yeah. good to know if he's listening. You know, we're. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you love about him? Uh, his sense of humor. Like we, we have a very um, like crazy sense of humor and we're always like playing and singing and dancing. That's and like cool. for the day by day, uh, for day by day, it's like super fun mm-hmm. because sometimes you um, have a like a, a routine, you know, like you do the same yeah, stuff yeah, or, like uh, eat, yeah, seven days yeah. a week, mm-hmm. and then when you just like put some music and start dancing or laughing or uh-huh. like making some jokes, jokes it yeah. just changes. So making each other laugh because that's like endorphins and sharing that experience it just it bonds you closer. Basically, what kind of music do you like to dance to? Uh, everything. I'm like I'm 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 very into pop. Like okay. I like I like pop music. Britney but Spears? No, like I I I, I, I do. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, but we are all around. So for example, we can listen to like some classic music and mm-hmm. meditate together. But we can go and dance. So we are very eclectic in the in that sense. And I think that has helped our relationship. Okay. Yeah. Always just doing yeah. new things, right? Doing so new things. What do you think he would say is sexy about you? Oh, I. Th- think probably we could say what I do like like playwriting and like producing stuff Being because it's like coming with an idea and uh-huh. making it happen uh-huh. so creating yeah so I think that's that's what he likes for me cool. that I sometimes I just came with an idea and then uh-huh. two years after like it's a play it's out, on stage yeah. or it's something that's gonna happen that's and nice. it, yeah and then physically we're talking about what turns people like what turns us on too so you're saying you like man grooming the hair to be groomed pubic hair hair everything is that a big deal for you if your partner has kind of wild and crazy mm, I, I i like it groomed. yeah okay <laughs> it like makes it things clean. easier to find. It, it makes it easier and, yeah <laughs> okay um what about you know does hair on top does that make you sad or happy if he's losing it if you're losing it because we have a lot of guys coming in for hair restoration uh-huh i mean i guess maybe you're young enough that's we ha- yeah we yet. haven't had that problem hair. yet but, <laughs> but you're aware of it. you'll get your hair every day it's like how's it going yeah no i'm super aware of everything oh, and, and i think okay. yeah yeah, I mean, it's not the same mm-hmm. as 10 years ago. So I'm like, start like looking some spots on my skin oh because no. of the sun oh and like some wrinkles. Are you like, doing this in the mirror though with your wrinkles? Because hopefully not, not that, yet. Okay. But, like, but, but, but the spots because of the sun, yes. Oh no. It's funny because before we went, came on the show, I was talking to my staff in the back females and we're kind of just saying like, what, you know, what do we like in our partners? And we're like, awkward. We think I got to clean it up. Like we had these, like my husband, you know, he doesn't care what he looks like. Um, my, one of my estheticians, Jamie, she's like, her husband doesn't care either. He's got like, you know, acne and like big black head 
kids. And she's just like, I have to have sex with you. I have to look at that face. And I'm like, oh, why don't you make it make an effort to make it look better? Right. I mean, you think your partner they should make an effort because you're making an effort too, right? Of course, of I know. course. But people, I think maybe once they're together for a long time, I mean, the spark is different when you're married and comfortable. Maybe you don't work as hard on it. But I think that's part of, of, of keeping this part. Right. Like taking care of yourself right. and like doing exercise and eating. Putting and like the work looking in. Looking nice because yeah. confidence it's is sexy. sexy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because um, we think definitely we have a lot of patients coming in and they're like, yeah, the spark isn't there anymore. You know, sex is like a chore, you know, it's like, yeah, they, they like their husbands or wives or partners, whatever. But after a while, when you've been together, it's not as fresh. So what do you guys do to keep it fresh? You, you go out, you have new experiences, you take vacations. Like we talk a lot about it. Oh, you do. Like, yeah. You we talk about it. And then uh, what if, if he wants to try to, if he wants to try something new or I want to try something new or mm-hmm. like maybe some uh, like toys or things or like, for sex, to you spice mean. it up. Yeah, of course. Ah, do you go to any adult boutiques and do you have any recommendations for people, <laughs> specific toys or places to go? What did happen in Chicago? Um, in New York, I, 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 I go online. I, okay. I, 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 my uh-huh. It's very comfortable to buy online because they just arrive. They just arrive, come yeah. to you. What websites do you recommend? There is one I like called Fortroff. How do you spell that? F O R T T R O F F. It's like, but Fort- I don't know, maybe okay. it could be kind of like kinky for some oh, people. Oh, no, we okay. have all sorts. It's okay. <laughs> I think a couple But weeks, it's fun. Well, it's good. I mean, if you need to spice it up, that's fine as long as your partners are both okay with it, right? I mean, yeah, as that's long super as, important as yes. long as like it's Not consented. Too, yes. Because yeah. mm-hmm, um, we, we hear about that on the show sometimes. <laughs> So we have to wrap it up really soon. Do we have 30 seconds or no? Okay, so thanks for joining us today. Our chatting doesn't have to end, though. Talk to us on Facebook, Dr. Jesse Chung, on Twitter, Instagram, Dr. Jesse Chung. We're going to talk again next Wednesday. Please call and email some questions. And don't forget, confidence is sexy. We'll say thank you for to Victor. Oh, thank you. And sharing with his partner. Hopefully he'll get some love. You know? yeah, <laughs> so take everyone. Have a wonderful week. We'll be back next week. Thank you for joining Dr. Jesse Chung this week for Chung Chat. The show can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll chat again soon.